Hello and welcome back to Needed Conversations. We're your hosts, Ryan and Victoria Cole, and we are in a great series called Step Into Your Purpose. All this month, we've been talking about purpose, and this is actually our fourth episode in the series. And so we encourage you to go back and listen to those other ones. We talked about what is purpose. We talked about understanding your assignment. We talked about how to steward the, the purpose in your children's lives. And today we're really going to be challenging you about dreaming, continuing to dream. Right about now is where most people get discouraged in the new year. Yes. And so we want to give you a little hope and encouragement um, for you to continue walking out on the water, whatever you put your mind to. And in this process of discovering purpose, whatever strategies that you've e- evoked in your life for you to stay faithful and stay the course, right? That's right. Yeah, uh, as we have talked in previous episodes, that purpose is not something that uh, a place of there. Like once you get there, you're done. We know that it's a process, it's a journey, um, and God wants you to enjoy that process throughout your life, whatever season that you may be in. So we want you to enjoy the process, but we also want to challenge you because that's what's going to really help to cultivate or strengthen your muscles um, you don't want to become stagnant. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that, um, God really spoke to me about coming into this new year was this passage of scripture that is so familiar. Number one, he took me to the life of Peter and just studying his life. And and then that pivotal moment that we all read about and paintings, people have paintings hanging in their homes, of this moment where Jesus is walking on the water and his disciples are there in the boat. And it's Peter who sees this figure off into the distance. And he says to Jesus, beckon me to come out onto the water. Lord, if it's you, beckon me to come out upon the water. And Jesus says, come. And I guess in our minds, we have this idea about that situation as if it were somehow Jesus's idea to have Peter walk out on the water. But it was actually Peter's idea, and it was him who had the guts and the audacity to say, Lord, if it's you, beckon me to come out upon the water. Lord, if you're in this opportunity, call me out upon the water. And that is being a person who's not afraid to pray the dangerous prayers. That is one of the the things I admire about Peter, is while he didn't always get it right, he had the zeal and the passion and the boldness to do things that other people wouldn't have done. I mean, out of all of the people in the Bible, right, it was Peter who asked the most questions, and it was Peter who walked out on the water, and it was Peter who stood up for Jesus in the garden and cut off the soldier's ear. And although Jesus was like, no, let me heal this ear, it was like Peter was ambitious. Mm -hmm. But did he always get it right? No, no. And he denied Jesus three times, but then he became this rock that God built the church upon. And he was a father in the faith and and he was a martyr for Christ as well. So he had this zeal. He didn't always get it right, but at least he tried. And at least he had the audacity to say, Lord, if it's you, beckon me out onto the water, you know? Yeah. You know, I think of scripture that says, press on to the mark of a higher calling and is that right? Yeah, Am I in saying Christ that? Jesus. In Christ Jesus. And so I think of that like, God doesn't want you to like reach one destination and you're done, but it's really God continues to um, to build capacity in you and increase your faith. I mean, you think of 
uh, reading Hebrews 11 and all these characters that have went through their life and how by faith, by faith, by faith, um, they were able to do these things. And now that we're reading these stories, we get the kind of the foretelling of how their life is going to play out. Um, and so it's kind of easier because we're kind of in control. You know, it's almost like knowing the narrative of a movie. It makes it kind of puts you at ease. Right. But when you don't know, we as human beings, um, it, it it's nerve wracking for us not to be in control. And I think it's really a process of letting go and trusting God that he has a better plan for us. And it's not maybe the way that we've planned it to be. Uh, but I think when we look back and even the hardships that we went through, we recognize that, wow, I went through those things and God really built character on the inside of me. If I haven't went through this, I know I may not be the person that I am today. So I think if God showed you the whole picture, you probably would be, you know, terrified. That's why God sees the whole picture, but he guides you, um, you know, along the path of righteousness for his namesake. And it's, it's a pathway, but it's not this full picture to completely scare you because he wants to guide you and lead you into your purpose and into your calling step by step season out of season and in season, you know, bring different people um, and interactions to your life. So it's definitely a journey. It's not a destination. And that's why we've been having all these conversations these past few weeks to really give you guys a blueprint that you kind of can um, lean back on um, instead of constantly questioning yourself, like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing or am I not doing what I'm supposed to be doing? So, And we can get caught up in those questions and lose sight of the fact that, you know, God is going to provide a light into our feet and a lamp to our pathway. That's what his word is. And what that means is that he's going to give you a glimpse of what your future possibilities are and what he has planned for you. But it's going to be step by step that you walk with him, one step after the other. And when you make one step, he's going to reveal the next. And sometimes he reveals step two, three, and four, and you kind of get a little bit of an ease about life. And then sometimes he reveals one step and waits for you, and one step. And there's a reason, there's a, a method behind why he's doing that. Number one, he's building capacity in you for what he's going to cause you to confront and the weight of the challenges that you're going to have to face. If he told you all of that now, you'd probably turn around screaming, running in the opposite direction. You say, that's not worth it. But once you get to the other side, you'll be able to taste and and, and know that what, what God was working through you was in fact worth it. And so um, as we look to Peter as an example of someone who walked out their purpose and and uh, what we learn from him is that curiosity is the driving force to discovering your purpose and keeping that curiosity. I know it's rounding out the end of this month and you know we're, we've got the whole year stretching ahead of us and, and maybe you've had a good month, maybe you've accomplished a lot or maybe you haven't, but I don't want you to be discouraged with where you're at. And I don't also want you to be complacent. I don't want you, you to give yourself a pat on the back and, and say, well, I've done, I've done what I needed to do. You know, I want you to keep a curiosity and, and, and uh, pursue the kingdom with just this passion and zeal. Listen, God is not hiding mysteries from us and he's not hiding our purpose from us. He's hiding, hiding the mysteries for us. And I think that, you know, every next level that we go to in God, it's designed to keep us out. 
there are gatekeepers. There is pressure around us, and and really God is asking us and is challenging us and saying, "How bad do you really want it?" And He's refining that 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 uh, evil nature out of us. He's like sandpaper, sharpening us and shaving off the rough edges, and he's making us and molding us like a potter would into the vessel that he needs to bring his purpose into the earth. And so um, I want you to maintain that curiosity throughout this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I th- it's interesting because when you were talking about Peter and how he said, uh, you know, Lord, if this is you, beckon me out into the water. But he saw Jesus out there. So, um you know, Jesus was doing the impossible. Like when we see it with a natural eye um, and we read all these stories, um, I think that that should give us, you know, a passion and a zeal to say, wow, if the Lord did that. And even towards the end, when uh, Jesus, you know, was risen um, up in the heavens, he said that we're going to be doing greater works than he has. And so when we see the life of Jesus, we think to ourselves, wow, like the man performed so many miracles and so many great things. Um, but God is calling you to do those things too. He wants you to um, uh, to discover your purpose so that it's not going to be for your glory and for your sake. It's going to be for uh, his glory as you're stepping in and mentoring people around you or uh, pouring into your family and keeping that curiosity alive um, and stepping out on the water. You know, there are seasons and times where you have to trust God in the process, because like Ryan said, he may not show you the full staircase. It may just be one step, uh, but just trusting God and allowing him to cultivate your character is what's really going to help you to in this journey of discovering this purpose. Because again, it's a journey. Yeah. And it's trusting that process, like Victoria said. And, you know, I, I've, I thought of this statement earlier in this week. I, I said to myself, what is the point of going to Disney World and being too short to ride the rides or being too fat to fit the seats? Um, what's the point of going to this destination that God has prepared for you and you not having the capacity to enjoy it once you get there? And I think we want to rush the process and get there sooner, but it's not about how fast you get there. It's about allowing the work to process through you so that when you do arrive, you are able to handle the weight of that season and you're able to enjoy the fruit of your labors and you haven't spun yourself into the ground. And so uh, I think that's what it is about leaning into the process and understanding that purpose isn't an overnight thing. There's no such thing as an overnight success. You know, people might look at you and say, wow, they popped up overnight. But what they don't see is the process, the prayer, the pain that you have endured. And the same thing is with Peter. Peter became this profound figure in the church and led revival and and really the emergence of the New Testament church. He was at the forefront and, and uh, made way for people like Paul who carried on um, and, and really set fundamentally a theological precedence for a lot of, of what we believe and the practices that we hold in our church today. It's because of Peter. And listen, he wasn't one of the writers of the gospel. You know, you have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and, and Peter was in Jesus's inner circle. The three closest to Jesus, you would have thought he would have surely written one of the gospels. We get a couple letters from Peter in the New Testament, but not a firsthand account And I think it was because Peter was too busy being a part of the story. And I know that there was an important part about 
you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John being able to write that story and observe, but I almost would rather be Peter. I would almost rather be the one in the middle of the narrative, being the first to ask the questions and not being afraid and and thinking to myself, oh, this is just a stupid question. I don't want to waste Jesus's time. I don't want to, you know, take the risk or he was always asking the questions. He was always volunteering. And, and even when he, he didn't fully live up to those commitments, at least he had the passion and zeal to say, I- I'll show up. And I think that that's what you have to do the rest of this year. Yes, we've been talking about purpose, but purpose isn't just showing up one time. It's showing up every single day with a passion and a zeal. And maybe you've lost your passion. Maybe you've lost your your spark of inspiration. And and, and maybe you need to... Uh, sit back and and rest and take a break and and dedicate a few days to fasting and prayer. If there's anything that'll get you hungry for um the thing for life, it's getting hungry in your physical belly for some food. And I think yeah. that's really what fasting does is it reminds us it heightens our senses to the world around us. So why don't you fast and pray? Don't just leave fasting and prayer for the beginning of the year. Fast and pray now. And again, when you feel like that you're losing that momentum or that spark, consecrate yourself, anoint yourself with oil and begin to fast and pray and allow God to energize you for your purpose. And you know what? We've got the resources as well for you. We've developed a full course called Presence, Purpose, and Power that you have to enroll in. And it's go, it's 11 lessons, a workbook, group sessions, and we're going to help you understand your purpose and walk it out and give you strategies that you need to live this abundant life that Jesus promised us. So go enroll right now at ryancoleempowerment.com slash purpose. And, you know, I love the fact that it's a 90-day process because um, as we discovered that it's doesn't take 21 days to establish a habit. It's actually like 63. So the fact that you're going to be really diving in and learning about yourself and asking yourself the right questions for good 90 days, I think it will really help you to establish this routine to where, again, this is not a destination. This is a journey and it will help you to constantly uh, grow um, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, connect with the right people, uh, network. So there's a lot of different um or a lot of great uh, teaching behind what Ryan is saying um, behind this course. So you want to make sure that you sign up because that's really going to help you to not make this uh, one-time resolution and then fall off the bandwagon, but this is something that's really going to help you to um, establish a fun, uh, the foundation for everything that it is that you're going to do. Yes. Well, we really enjoyed these conversations about purpose and we hope you have as well. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend if you've been encouraged and join us back for next week. Next week is going to be pretty interesting. We have some life news to share and mm-hmm. some transitions that are happening, some good things. Yes. God's putting us in the center of the city in Greenville to help us uh, do more of the ministry work that we have initiated last year. You know, we stepped into full-time ministry and so many of you are supporting us. We appreciate that. And if you would like to partner, you can do so at ryancoleempowerment.com. Donate one time or give monthly and help us fulfill this mission. We're going to be talking to you about a couple things. Um, Our family is moving. That's number one. We're staying in Greenville. So if you're here locally, no need to worry about that. We're going on a marriage revival tour 
So we're coming to a city near you. Atlanta, Georgia is one of those. Greenville, we're going to be doing one. And some other states and cities as well. And then this month is February. So we're going to be talking about all things marriage. Yes. And how to bring the spice back into your relationship. The spark of uh, purpose, but also the spark of intimacy. And we're going to be talking about sex too. Yes, it's so, going to be a lot of fun. And listen, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, be sure to do so. And one thing that you could really help us do is spread the word by just giving us a review. It takes three seconds. All you have to do is just scroll to the bottom of the page of the podcast that you're listening to. You can give us a five-star review, uh, hopefully with a little statement. It doesn't have to be long, but that will really help us to spread the word um, and hopefully encourage people along the way as we're spreading this uh these episodes to other people yeah that's right we'll see you next week as we step into the month of february love month um get your spouse with you listen to the podcast together um or if you're dating you're gonna want to tune in too is gonna have some spicy conversations but you're gonna learn a lot so we'll see you next week